The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections, sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, or do they? Hmm. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, we hope. Before the show is over, you know, people are like, I want to wait till this happens and I want to wait till this happens. No, you don't. You want him to come right now. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we're pretty, pretty uh, used to sitting on our blessed assurance and not doing much with it. We want to be active in our faith. It's he that believeth, not believed once, then walked away and never talked about it again. It's that action of believing. We want to absolutely be in continual progression moving towards the Lord. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, we do to this point, and we have a renewal contract, but there's always that funny thing called radio rent. That's fun. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. And we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about that. Living life as a Christian, going through that process. I'm sure many of you went to church yesterday, or many of you watched church online, or maybe maybe many of you thought about the word church sometime throughout the day. That's a joke. Anyway, it's more than Sunday or Wednesday nights. It's more than Sundays and your kinship or fellowship group or Bible study or whatever that, you know, the joy living group, whatever it is, it's more than that. It's a 365, 24-7 engagement with the Lord. It's a living relationship with a living God that does not cease. And so we want to be in encouragement in that process. We recognize not every moment is a dancing moment. But not every moment is a stick-your-head-in-the-toilet moment. So the idea behind all of this is to recognize that we walk it together, encourage one another together, strengthen one another. It's not your church. This is a fellowship. And we want you, and I'm just your big brother or you know, little brother or brother in some capacity, we want you to be blessed and encouraged and draw one step closer to the Lord. With that in mind, you can reach us. By dialing 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you dial, 
972-445-0770. You will talk to Captain Chris, and then you will be... You know, I think of all the things I've done in 10 years on radio, that's absolutely one of my favorites. I mean, it's just so funny, isn't it? It so makes funny. me laugh every time. Every time. It's so weird. All right, you can also text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. You can do that anonymously. I don't mind. You can do that with your name, or you can use a fake name, or you can anonymously use somebody else's fake name, which is your name, which is not your name, then nobody knows what your name is or something thereabouts. You can also reach out to us during the show by sending an email. Talk about distance. <laughs> you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. David, no king, just david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to our website. A couple of things to tell you about the website. It's a newly revised website, so we want you to check it out because I put a lot of time and effort into it, and I want you to check it out because I put a lot of time and effort into it, so I want you to check it out. Number two, on that website is a free uh, – actually, there's like four free apps. The one I want you to pick is Spoonanity. Why? Because it's funny. Uh, it has more cool stuff, but it's funny. So, I mean, that's fun. And then also, uh, just check it out while you're there. If the Lord puts it on your heart to give or participate, do it. If he doesn't, don't. But if he does, do. That's how we ask you to take care of it. Go to hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook, hemustincrease.org. YouTube, he must increase ministry. I do want to recognize everybody that has given and participated. Thank you so much for partnering in the ministry. We do appreciate that. You know, you're not going to get a special Bible. It's a special Bible anointed by Dave. <laughs> that means I took a crayon out and wrote on some page. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Uh, but you will get a receipt at the end of the year because we are a 100% tax deductible entity and while they're still allowing that in this country you better take advantage of it because of the way things are going <laughs> just remember that uh let's see the only other thing i want to tell you give you a quick update uh, i'll talk to you about christmas at the two o'clock hour um but i do want to tell you about school i got my i had my three papers my last three papers i completed them i got a hundred percent on all three i was so happy he sent it and he actually sent me a very nice note saying that the last paper was one of the best papers you know he'd read. So I got an A in my first section. You're really not supposed to grade it per se. It's really supposed to be pass fail, but then they still post the numbers and you know make you work harder or some weird thing. So anyway, I am 25% done with my final project. I have three more sections to go in 2022. And uh, then we'll, uh, when we get to 2022, we'll start calling me almost doctor right up until I get it. And then you can call me doctor. Or as my children said, not a chance. <laughs> That's the level of respect that I get there. All right, let's get into the teaching. We are in Colossians at the end of Colossians. I'm kind of sad. I like this book. It's been a lot of fun to teach, but we are at the end, so let's figure it out. We're going to go straight forward. 
Uh, uh, there's just so many verses. I could split it up, but there's really no reason to. Plus, I have nine other books that I'm waiting to bring into this and start teaching on. This is Colossians chapter 4, verse 14. Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas, or Demas, but it's really Demas, just to let you know, sends you greetings. Greet the brothers in Laodicea, as well as the Nympha and the church that meets at her home. Okay, did you hear what I said? And the church that meets at her home. Okay. Verse 16, after that letter has been read among you, make sure that it is also read in your church at Laodicea and that you, in turn, read the letter from Laodicea. Let's just start with that right there and get an understanding real quickly. Churches in the earlier part of the church history had both home churches and temple meetings. What does that mean? That means that there were smaller groups, watch this, and bigger groups. Okay, so the temple is like the bigger group, and then the home group is like the smaller group. And so there's two movements that are trying to fight each other in the church in the 21st century, which you couldn't be any dumber than this stuff. And it's like uh, all the churches were home churches. No, they weren't. All the churches were temple-type churches. No, they weren't. Uh, so it's like, no, it's both, and it's whatever the Lord calls for, and it's whatever is available. The church that uh, Timothy oversaw was substantially larger in number than the church that Titus oversaw, because Titus was on Crete. It was a small island, not, not a lot going on there, where uh, Timothy was you know, at, at, at a much larger area at the Ephesus area with millions of more people or hundreds of thousands of more people. So it's like, no, nah, that's not none of that works. Just stop. Okay, enjoy it. Read it. Think it's fun. It is. Verse 16, but it is cool that churches meet in houses. I mean, that was cool. All right? Probably not a lot of rent for the church. That's, that's all I'm saying. Verse 16, after that letter's been read among you, make sure that it is also read in the church at Laodicea and that you in turn read the letter from Laodicea. This has birthed an entire group that says there's a missing letter in the Bible. We will just simply refer to the most basic logic that we can. God created the universe. He can write a book. It's pretty obvious if God can create the universe and write a book, he probably is able to keep a letter together. I don't know. Maybe maybe everything in the, he said to Laodicea is the same thing he said to the church at Colossae. So there's no point in repeating it. I mean, so? so? I think what's more fascinating is in one verse he says, read, read, read. <laughs> it's like... There's supposed to be a lot of reading going on, okay? Okay, you read this letter. You guys read this letter. Everybody read this. Read, read, read. And the idea behind that from a scriptural point of view is you should be in your Bible with your BFN in the book. Oh, no, that's the pauser. What? BFN? Yeah, your big fat nose. Get that in the book. Read, read, read. Is it important to know what was in the letter to Laodicea? If it was, it would be in the 66 books. If God thought it was important, you'd know. As it is, it ain't that important. If it was, I'm telling you, the Lord would take care of it. And everybody can speculate, and I don't mind people speculating and having fun with it. Just don't get too serious about it. The one thing that pulls out of this is in one verse, Paul is talking about reading, 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 reading. So I would like to encourage you and myself— to be people who open up the book and read, 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 read. Why? Because it's what God has to say. And amongst all the things that you can come up with, if you really want to know what the voice of God sounds like, read what he wrote and you'll know how he talks. And then you'll be able to identify it when it is or isn't him that speaks to you. 
You have all the clues in your hands. He made it that way. It's available. And then, of course, nobody's going to be able to say, I didn't know, because that ain't true. It's right there. He wrote it. Read it. Okay? We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Here's what it says. The sure way to avoid criticism. To avoid criticism, the article says, say nothing, do nothing, be nothing. That was said by a successful and innovative coach of the Philadelphia Flyers hockey team. Now, that's not the only reason I'm reading the article, not because it's just a hockey team uh, coach thing, but here's uh, here's what it says. Number one, say nothing and become the unwitting victim of everybody else's opinion or point of view. Two, do nothing and just watch life from the sidelines. Three, when our voices remain silent and our actions still, we are nothing. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Amen, 770, the truth station here in Texas. Let's get ready for our first Bible trivia question. Here it is. In which Old Testament book do we find the words, a time to plant 
and a time to uproot. A time to plant and a time to uproot. The only hint I am able to give you without giving the whole thing away is there was a song written about it. <laughs> so I can get, I can't give you more than that. It's not fair, right? Okay. Joanne and Cordelia. Bam! Not even waiting one millisecond. Good job on that one. Uh, just remember the song. Was it by the birds? I think it was by the birds, right? Okay. Do everything and turn and turn. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got that done. That's your trivia question. Uh, next, we are going to do our DNA because you need to function in DNA. Why? Because that's what you're made of, and this is important. Uh, and for me, it's important because it makes three principles applicable no matter what you're going through each and every day. Originally, this was born out of the whole COVID thing originally like its own like the formation of it all right so d stands for draw closer to the lord daily daily now daily means every day and so every day that you're alive you should be drawing closer to the lord now does that mean every day means you're gonna grow by leaps and bounds no but you stay connected you understand you got to stay connected to the king uh, to function as a child of the king. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Jesus had a lot to say about a lot of things, including the death penalty, which is amazing that nobody's ever bothered to read when Jesus talks about the death penalty. We'll talk about that some other time. But the bottom line is never be ashamed of what Jesus has to say. It doesn't matter what the world has to say. They have a false righteousness anyway. And then A, always be ready... To serve. To serve, which means that you are not always ready to be served, but you are ready to serve, which means you are thinking of other people while you're going through the process of living. <laughs> See, other people. See? And then if you're thinking of other people, what a man sows that she has to reap. So it's like, okay, you get it. All right, that's how it works. All right, trivia question. In which Old Testament book do we find the words, a time to plant and a time to uproot? Uh, please be in prayer for everybody. Many people go through the holiday seasons, and it's for some people it's super easy, some people it's super hard, and then the majority of people kind of land in the middle of like some days are hard and some days are easy. Just be in prayer for one another. While the world is trying to tell you all the things it's trying to tell you, your job is pretty central. It is central to this simplistic fact. God loves you and wants to have a relationship with you, and everything else is kind of interesting, but not important, okay? So when you're done with this journey, and by the way, it's all about the journey. The bumper said, it's all about the journey. Not if you go to hell, it's not. Thank you, okay? I mean, that's it's about the destination, folks. You just want the journey to be kind of cool while you're going through it. That's the key in that. All right, so if you uh, think you know, by the way, on the trivia, I probably should tell you how to get in touch with us. I don't know. In which Old Testament book do we find the words, a time to plant and a time to uproot? If you think you know the answer, you can call in 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. And then, of course, as soon as I give the number, then somebody does call, which tells you why we give the number so many times, because sometimes people will go, I was going to call, but I can't remember the number. You see, see, see how that works. <laughs> then you give it, and then, are we ready? All right, I'll stop talking. This is David on Fun Day Monday. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, this is Paul Bolt. Hi, how are you? 
I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing, bud? I am doing fantastic. I am so happy about school, not just being done for the year, but doing well. I'm just really, really, really happy about it. It's like, <laughs> I'll start wor- I'll start dealing with that in January. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> all right, man. That'll be great. Congratulations. Hope Thank you. Hope you get it all done. Hope yeah. it works out smooth. Me too. I do I too. The answer, I think the answer to your question is in Ecclesiastes. That is correct, Amundo. You are right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's right. I like and that's your, I like your response when the answers are correct. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I think fantastic, that man. I think what's great about that is that if you go to that hint, you know, do everything and turn and turn and turn. Those guys made millions of dollars off of using the scriptures in Ecclesiastes three, it's like, wow, that's pretty brilliant. <laughs> just takes well, that's just evidence that God's word is a blessing. That's exactly right. Excellent response. That is a hundred percent. Excellent job. Excellent call. And I'm very, very blessed that you called in and you did that. Great job. Thank you, sir. You have a great day. All right, you too. All right, Fent. That's how you get it rolling. Excellent job, boy. I give him a five out of four stars. Can you do that? I don't know. We could change the system. It's like an 11 on a volume. It's not. It doesn't go to 10. It goes to 11. It's louder. Don't you see? It's louder. It's one louder than 10. I love that. All right. Good job, bro. Good job. All right. Let's get into this text. I don't want you to miss this portion right here. So I'm going to do the read down, and then we're going to finalize uh, on Colossians right now. The uh, letter to the church at uh, Colossae, Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas send you greetings. Greet your brothers at Laodicea as well as Nympha and the church that meets at her house. After this letter has been read among you, make sure it's also read in the church in Laodicea and that you in turn read the letter from Laodicea. Tell Archippus, see to it that you complete your ministry you have received in the Lord. This greeting is by my own hand, Paul. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. Two things to pull up right away. We just talked about the Laodicea letter. I just want you to be aware of Deuteronomy 29.29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the revealed things belong to us. There are things that God has that he does not tell you. There are things that God does share with you. He will let you know what you need to know when you need to know it, how he wants you to know it. You are not entitled to all the pieces of information you cannot take the infinite mind of God and squeeze it in your finite mind without you exploding. So, you know, therefore, you just let that go and go, okay, I'll just trust God. That's number one. Number two, Archippus was told to complete the ministry. Now, why do you think he was told to complete the ministry? He was told, finish strong, okay? Anybody ever played golf or hear of anybody that's ever played golf, ever heard the word golf? You drive for show, but you putt for dough. In other words, when you drive, everybody looks and goes, Ooh, what a fancy shot. Ooh, that's fantastic. But it only matters when you putt and put the ball in the hole what the actual number is that you did on that particular hole. Of course, the less, the better. And so, But the idea behind that is you drive for show so everybody can be impressed. Oh, he's so good. But uh, that doesn't mean anything. It's how you finish. That's what means something. And in our faith and in our ministry, I have a message for you. If you have not yet got this message from this show, you will if you keep listening. And that is Satan does not want you to complete your ministry. Why? Well, it doesn't help him. 
<laughs> well, I mean, why? Right? That's like, why would you give food to your, you know, to a person who's trying to wipe you out? It's like the idea behind that. What I'm trying to explain to you here is that Satan is like, arr, 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 arr. and he says, so Paul tells Archibus, see to it that you complete the ministry. Notice in this text, he doesn't say, hey, Archibus, complete your ministry. He puts it on everybody else to drop it on the dude. And I think that's a fantastic approach, a statistical approach and a strategic approach because he's like, you hundred people, you all tell him. Now, you know many times Archibus heard this? Not once when the letter was read, but once plus a hundred when all the other people said, hey, dude, finish. Hey, dude, finish. Hey, you, finish what you're supposed to do. Get it done. So the idea behind this is he's telling them to tell him, get it done. This is what I'm telling you because the Lord's already told you in his words. So I'm one of those hundred people. Finish. Keep going. What God has put before you, do it. Keep in mind, obstacles are often common in the process of advancing the kingdom of God. Just ask Jesus. He will define it for you. And so the the whole thing in that is he says, see to it that you complete the ministry that you've received in the Lord. The Lord has given you and I stuff to do. And you don't get to go, well, I think I've done enough. You're done enough when God goes and calls you home personally. Until then, you're not done. Dave, you don't understand my situation. You don't understand your God. He doesn't quit. He didn't throw Satan out. He's still using him. Hello? What do you think he's going to do with you throughout your lifetime? And you love him. He's going to keep using you. But he's going to use you for his glory, whereas Satan's going to be used as an illustration of judgment. The idea behind this is to finish what God has set before you. And trust me when I tell you as one who has done this, I have stepped aside from ministry multiple times only to have the Lord go, what you doing, Dave? Well, I'm just sitting here on the backside of a tree, Lord, just enjoying this little leaf that's giving me shade. Get out, Dave. You still have work to do. I do? Yes. Go to work. For those that are wondering, I didn't even start the radio ministry till I was 50, so I don't want to hear it. Okay? I'm a living example of this craziness. Okay? All right. There you go. Last thing Paul says is this greeting is in my own hand. Does not necessitate that he actually wrote it, but, you know, that's so some people are arguing that. I think he's trying to say it's my communication. Remember my chains, grace be with you, which is a nice way of saying, hey, don't forget, you know, I, I'm going through it too. I'm going through it. We're all going through it. Don't forget me. Don't forget to pray about me. Don't forget to bring me up before the Lord. I need that. Because I'm going through it, I need people to know that I'm going through it, and I need their help in their prayers. And that's that's just like the nicest way to do it. And thus ends the letter to the church at Colossae, the Colossians epistle. Love it. Okay, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? The word gospel means good news. Now, that's fun. That's funny in the sense that when people think of God, they always think of judgment and wrath. But the fact of the matter is God even creating us gives us a sense of understanding that there is a commitment, a love, a connection to us. And that is, get ready, 
good. That's a good thing. So if you take a look around, right, just take a little look around. If you watch television, listen to the radio, like us, search the internet, get on Facebook, read magazines. The one thing that you're going to notice that there is very little gospel or good news in the world. You want to know why? One, good news doesn't sell. So let's just be honest, right? If you've been in media for any length of time, you know if it bleeds, it leads. That's the mindset. And it has to do with money. It has to do with power. So that, that power, that money, that influence, which actually has a demonic origin, but that all is connected towards not good news. Because not good news means that you'll be paying attention because there's so much going on. In fact, there's a fear a terror, an anxiety, a doubt, even a doom that's within the world. And here's the kicker. If you are personally experiencing these diseases in your life, it's likely that you and I are allowing foul influences of the world to affect us. But Jesus brought a different slant on life. In John 14, 27, he said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Well, why not as the world gives? Because everything the world gives is a lie. Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. When we live our lives more freely from trouble, it means that we're walking more closely with the King of Kings. He wants us to be free from fear and trouble. In the worldly sense. So we, the question is, how is our heart doing? How are we doing on the inside? Are we free or are we in bondages? Because remember, Jesus did come to set the captives free, right? In Psalm 112, verse 7, King David writes, He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. We need to be free from troubled and fearful hearts.